Hi everyone, my name is Talia Smith and I'm the curator for the 2020 iteration of the Churchy Emerging Art Prize. With me today for this chat, I have Melbourne-based artist Yasbel Kirko, whose practice looks to her cultural and familial histories. Thank you for joining me, Yasbel. Um, could you please start talking about uh, your work that is included in the Churchy? Yeah, my work in the Churchy is um, a piece called Our Inheritance, and it's uh, a series of three woven mats uh, made from pandanus. Um, and they were originally made for um, the Bengia Project's Moramadina exhibition at Campbelltown Art Centre. And that was a culmination of a two-year residency that the Bengia Project did at Campbelltown Art Centre, and they hosted a series of workshops uh, that were for Fijian women um, learning about cultural um, techniques and, you know, coming together and um, sharing, like, space together. Um, yeah, and I actually um, was lucky enough to uh, go to two of the workshop series um, and be a part of them, like, coming up from Melbourne. Yeah, so that was really, like, a really incredible experience to be a part of. Um, and the Vengear Project um, is a creative research project um, run by Fijian women that looks uh, that's ins like inspired by the practice of Fijian women's tattooing, uh, which has largely been, I guess, suppressed in our culture from processes of colonization. Um, so it's sort of a a, a large a, a project that's about sort of like engaging Fijian women about sort of like um, you know talking and educating people about mm -hmm. what the Vengia is and what it might. Yeah, what it, what it means. Um, yeah, and I was invited to be a part of the Moramadina exhibition um, by uh, Danita Hume and um, Dulcie Stewart, who are um, two of the researchers who work on the Vengia project. Amazing. Um, I wanted to ask, do, does uh, Fijian culture, like, so say in, in Samoan culture, it's, um, you know, there are female Malu-type tattoos that are... Uh, you know, part of the culture and, and a lot of uh, women have them is when you were talking about tattooing and that it was, um, I guess, co-opted or taken from Fijian people through, you know, colonialism. Is it that they, that the art of tattooing was, was not as important? Like I'm saying how in Samoan culture, it's still very much part of the identity and it's something that a lot of, um, people still do and it is a way of connecting was did that get lost in that I just try sorry I'm just trying to understand I don't um I know a lot about Fijian tattooing or or that culture yeah. well I guess I'm like absolutely like not an expert at all yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I should I should say yeah I'm, I'm not an expert in um, the Vengia or the Vengia process, but I guess because it was a practice that women were doing to other women, so it's very much centred around women. And I think um, in the colonial process, I guess I guess women are like way more suppressed mm. and controlled in that process, and so that's why it kind of became more um, yeah more marginalised. You know, as women became more marginalised in, you know, in the colony. So did these yeah. cultural practices that were significant to women. And I guess that's, you could say that about a lot of cultural practices that are significant mm -hmm. to women. They're very marginalized in what we know about how, um, you know, the colony was like, it's, it's yeah, like largely in, um, I have a little bit of a background in museums, but largely like collections from the Pacific are very male dominated, like collections that were obtained at that time. So 
Yeah. Um, we know that there was an interest in sort of like what men were doing and all this kind of stuff, but um, finding like women's voices um, mm. from that part time period is, um, yeah, it's a bit more, bit, bit more. It, it, it needs more inquiry, I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think yeah. that's what's really beautiful about your work in the churchy is that um, it's specific to, you know, um, women. Like, uh, can you speak about that, the, the map that you've made and, and you know, that, that process that you had with your family and how it is traditionally made by women, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, like, my journey with it was, I guess I, like, laid, like I wanted to learn a little bit more about my mum and my mother. Um, she's since passed away. Um, and I, yeah, wanted to learn a little bit more about her and go on this journey of learning a little bit more about... Um, yeah, about the life that she had. And I, I actually discovered through, I'm very close with my aunties and I actually discovered through them, which I didn't know about her, it was that she was like a um, a very well-regarded weaver in the province oh, that I'm wow. from in Fiji. And she had won provincial prizes uh, for her map making. Um, oh my God. And so uh, the journey of like learning how to do that skill that she had, that, mm -hmm. you know, I probably would have had if, she, you know, if she was still with us. Um, yeah. like regardless I you know I wanted to go on that journey and um like yeah learn about the map making because it because it is such a foundation of mm. I mean it, you know it it's the foundation of the house well I shouldn't say that there's lots of foundations of the house but you know it's the first thing that you see when you walk into yeah. a lot of islander houses is the beautiful mats um and it is something that kind of brings people together and it has yeah. a lot of steps involved in in its production and then you know, sit, you know, when you sit down in, in a Talanoa and get together, you're sitting on the mat and it brings people together. So, um, yeah, I wanted to learn about this process of mat making. Um, and yeah, it is something that predominantly, I don't want to broadly say that <laughs> it's a, I, I think that it is predominantly something that women, it's a women's black role. Um, yeah. so yeah, it's kind of, um, yeah, exciting to investigate it further. Yeah. It's really nice to take back, um, I guess, uh, like that line of inquiry, like you're saying, or the kind of, um, you know, colonial history that gets written about our, um, ancestral countries and so much gets left out of it, um, that they don't deem important or you know there's no personal, personal um stories or anecdotes in it and so i do think that that's really a, a really beautiful way to draw attention to that and to kind of i guess insert yourself and your family and thus you know the greater fijian community into the history of of that you know and I, again i know that's like a massive thing to say but it's very kind it's very kind <laughs> but, um, you know, these are the ways when we are um, various generation born Australian or New Zealand or whatever it may be, you know, living in this idea of the diaspora, it's, um, it is a hard thing to reckon with and, and that physical and emotional distance that you have. And I guess for myself and, and, and making work that I have, it's been a way yeah, for me to connect and from an art school background to also just dismantle some of those structures in, in a very small way. I mean, I'm not saying I'm saving the whole entire Pacific Island race with what I'm doing, but I mean, yeah, it's 
it's us putting our voices out there and, and that's the most important and you literally have voices in your work also don't you <laughs> yeah. oh I do oh I I don't know why I forgot about that part of it but yeah I did I did this little recording of my aunties and I um like talking and whilst we were weaving the mat and um yeah it was a very it, it is very it is a very sweet recording um yeah it was so funny when I recorded that because my auntie was like really shy and she was like oh no I, like I'm not sure and then as soon as I turned the recorder on she was like jet, like ready like like this kind of like presenter came out of her um I think that was my way of explaining like the significance of the mats because you know in the recording she does say something along the lines of it being like you know it's our identity you know the mat um like it's very it's very significant to um yeah actually I should mention that the mat that she's mostly talking like the mat that she's talking about is the one in my work that has like a crosshatch design on it um, and that's called a Vakan Vili Vili. And that's um, a mat that only, I don't, uh, yeah, I don't want to say, I haven't seen it produced anywhere else, um, mm. but uh, it's, it comes, uh, it's only produced on Patiki Island in Lomaviti province, which is where I'm from in Fiji. So it's a mat that only the women from my community make. Um, and yeah, and that mat really is kind of like synonymous with, our identity as Batiki Island women. So um, yeah, it felt really incredible to do a little interview with her and so that she could really um, explain what that mat meant. Um, yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah it's, it's, um, the intergenerational relationships are, you know, so important and the intergenerational skills, you know, like I, I remember, you know, one of the little quotes that you have from the, um, the recording of, of, again, I'm just paraphrasing, is, you know, something that your auntie says along the lines of that she was really happy that you're learning the technique and the skill. Um, you know, we are, uh, because of capitalism, because of just globalisation, you know, these kind of techniques and, and crafts are um, not being lost necessarily, but I just mean more, not as many people are learning now right like yeah 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 and I think that there is a way to synthesize like the identity that you have as you know someone like living in the city and working and then also that you know heritage that rich heritage that you come from so I was really really curious about learning how to make this mat and I begged and begged my aunties for the longest time and um and then I was like, all right, I'm doing this Moramadin exhibition. Like, this is the chance that I'm going to take to learn this mat. Um, and she was really, um, she was a bit nervous about making the mat, but not because um, of, you know, being on display or anything like that. But she was nervous because um, she had only ever, as like, uh, when she was younger, made the middle part of the mats. She'd never started the Vakandavili before. So yeah. she did, she wasn't quite sure how to start it. And then she um, had gotten together with another one of my aunties um, mm. from our community. And um, so all three of us together came together and it was the first time that we, all of us had ever made a buck and Billy Billy before, like from scratch. Wow. So that, yeah. So it was kind of like a nice experience that like me really wanting to learn something meant that they, you know, they, they, they had to recall watching my grandmother so their mother how to make that um 
how to make that particular mat for them to um, yeah. for them to be able to teach me. So it was kind of like a nice experience that you know this you know being a part of this exhibition, the Marmadina exhibition, meant that I could um, instigate us all learning that technique. Um, yeah, that's really super beautiful. I just really yeah admire um, what you're doing and and that process. 